Good morning, and welcome to Morning Mixtape News. It's Thursday, February 1st, 2024. I'm your host, Anna Giselle Singh. Thanks for tuning in. Here are our stories for the day. First up, the federal government is giving more than $120 million to Ontario police to deal with auto theft. Then, the CEO of the CBC gets questioned by MPs over management's bonuses amidst predicted layoffs. And finally, in BC, employers sue workers for quitting with no notice. Then, we'll hear from Phoebe with a segment of Hidden Histories. Now, to the news. The federal government has announced that $121 million will be given to police to target gun and gang violence in Ontario. The Federal Minister of Public Safety made the announcement alongside Premier Ford Wednesday. They told press the funding is meant to target the rise of auto thefts and carjackings around the GTA. According to the CBC, money is coming from a federal fund of about $390 million. The federal government set it aside in 2023 for the national initiative to take action against gun and gang violence. The Toronto Police Major Crimes Indicator resource shows that 12,000 vehicles were stolen in 2023. They say it's a 24.4% increase from the year before. Police say the jump came after a 45% increase from 2022 from 2021. CBC reports that there's been a rise of violent carjackings around the GTA. They say breaking and entering has also seen an increase. The Federal Minister of Justice told press he believes the response is holistic. He said he thinks the trends match with national and international organized crimes. The minister said the plan will need a response from both local law enforcement, auto insurance industries, and the Canadian Border Service Agency. While ministers say the issue is affecting Ontario heavily, they say BC, Quebec, and the Atlantic provinces are also affected. When speaking to press, Premier Ford mentioned implementing tougher rules for making bail. He said he'd like to see changes made to the criminal code, including mandatory minimum sentences for people convicted of violent offenses. The Canadian Border Service Agency say they took back 40 stolen vehicles last week. They're valued at just over $2 million. They say 18 shipping containers set to travel overseas were also taken. A joint police task force created by the Ontario government to prevent auto theft has $51 million allocated to them to be spent over the next three years. Ontario Solicitor General told press the task force has made almost 90 arrests, over 500 charges, and recovered more than 100 vehicles since last year. Next up, the CEO of the CBC tells MPs executives could still receive bonuses despite the threat of mass layoffs. According to the Globe and Mail, Catherine Tate testified in the House of Commons Tuesday. Tate says it's too early to decide whether or not executives will get bonuses this year. She told MPs she hoped that CBC Radio Canada Board will recommend performance-based pay for her. 
The CBC announced in December they'd cut 800 jobs to account for a $125 million shortfall. Tate said it's ultimately the board's decision on who is awarded a bonus and to establish a criteria. She also placed responsibility on the government in deciding how much money the CBC receives. According to the Globe and Mail, MPs asked Tate if she'd consider freezing or reducing bonuses for those making more than $200,000 a year. She told the House a decision will be made by the end of the fiscal year in March. The Globe and Mail reports that CBC gave out around $150 million in executive bonuses in 2023. Tate claimed in the House that CBC Radio Canada is among the worst-funded public broadcasters in the world. She claimed its funding hasn't increased in 30 years, despite widening the types of content they create. The Globe and Mail said MPs from all different parties questioned Tate on the issue. They say a Liberal MP told Tate bonuses get given out, quote, when things are good. Other Conservative MPs questioned why bonuses would be awarded for expansion when viewership is declining. They noted the CBC already receives $1.4 billion in government funding already. The Globe says Tate suggested that the 800 threatened jobs on the cutting board aren't official yet. She said the news will be released and reworked based on their financial state. Good morning and welcome to Morning Mixtape News. It's Thursday, February 1st, 2024. I'm your host, Anna Giselfina Singh. Thanks for tuning in. Here are our stories for the day. First up, the federal government is giving more than $120 million to Ontario police to deal with auto theft. Then, the CEO of the CBC gets questioned by MPs over management's bonuses amidst predicted layoffs. And finally, in BC, employers sue workers for quitting with no notice. Then, we'll hear from Phoebe with a segment of Hidden Histories. Now to the news. Good morning, I'm Phoebe and welcome to this week's Hidden History segment, where I discuss historical facts that aren't as widely known. This week we're going back to a place I've heard people think about a lot, the Roman Empire. We'll be talking about one of the craziest Roman emperors around, and there were definitely some great examples of crazy to pick from. We'll be talking about Caligula. First, a little backstory on him. His actual name, according to the History Channel, wasn't really Caligula. His name was Gaius Julius Caesar Germanicus. He was born in 12 AD and was the son of a Roman general called Germanicus. He got the nickname Caligula, which means little boot, from the miniature uniform he wore as a child. His family were held in pretty high favor until his father died. They fell out of favor with the emperor at the time, Tiberius. Eventually, he got adopted by Tiberius. With that, he was one of two possible heirs to the throne. One of Caligula's allies made it so that Caligula would be the sole heir to the throne of the Roman Empire. A year into his reign, he had this ally put to death, so Caligula wasn't the nicest person around. Within history, Caligula is known for being crazy. He wasn't always that way, though. He started out pretty well. He talked about a lot of political reform, and he brought people who had been exiled back to the Roman Empire. Then, he got pretty seriously ill, and he became a lot more unhinged. He spent a lot of money building things, such as aqueducts, theaters, and temples. He also spent a lot of money doing other things he wanted. For example, he got a bunch of Roman merchant ships to line up across the bay to create a floating bridge, a two-mile-long floating bridge that he would then spend two days galloping back and forth on. He was, according to one of his biographers, so tall and hairy that he made mentioning a goat in his presence punishable by death. He'd practice scary faces in the mirror. 
he'd create a literal Scrooge McDuck pile and roll around in money. According to Suetonius, one of his biographers, his motto was, remember that I have the right to do anything to anybody. Clearly, there are a lot of instances I could talk about. One of the craziest and most hilarious instances of this chaotic reign was when he staged battles along the Rhine and English Channel, where he, according to the History Channel and legend, plundered the sea. What this meant was he ordered his soldiers to go on a campaign toward Britain, known as Britannia, to the Romans at the time. It didn't go well, as they only got up to the shores of Gaul, or France, before having to stop the campaign. He must not have wanted to go home empty-handed, because in a strange display of hubris, he declared war on the god Neptune, the Roman equivalent of the Greek god Poseidon, god of the sea. He told his soldiers to whip the waves and that they'd be bringing home war trophies. The war trophies were shells that the soldiers had to stuff in their helmets. Eventually, Caligula was assassinated by the Praetorian Guard, his own bodyguards. A chaotic end to a chaotic reign. That's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Phoebe, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM, Toronto. Thanks so much for tuning in to Morning Mixtape News. For Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Anna Giselle Funasane.